This is a podcast from Rover. The Edge with Sharon and Jaden. Now I can tell this is going to be a bloody good chat. We are joined in the studio by the legend behind Take a Breath Week. Please welcome to the show, Sarah Laurie. <laughs> That's my first amazing introduction. Oh, thank like you. That. I've never had clapping. Oh, well, oh. we're all about the clap around you, here. You deserve yeah, uh, an applause. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to uh, verify I did not mean that sort of clap. It's like the hand clapping. Now, Sarah, it's awesome to have you in here because there is an amazing week starting next week mm. called Take a Breath Week. Now, for people that may not have learned about this yet, can you explain what Take a Breath Week is? Sure. Take a Breath Week is specifically to put attention on breathing and health. I think we kind of know that breathing has some kind of implications around health and anxiety, but it's not widely enough known. And my mission was to have an opportunity for attention to be put on it so that we could all start thinking about how it helps us. Amazing. What made you go down that this path? Well, I never expected to be talking about breathing, but <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm a speaker and I was speaking at an event actually. That's what mm. I've done for the last 15 years. And at the end, um, one of the delegates said, every Every person in that room today has knows someone who's ended their life because of stress. Mm. And that really struck me. And so I stopped doing what I was doing and started researching stress and the brain. And then right. over the course of a couple of years, landed on breathing. And I was almost a bit like, oh, what? It can't be that easy. It can't be breathing. And it is. Oh, wow. So, yeah. It, it's so it's interesting wild. how it can like affect the body. Like I have to go see mm-hmm. an osteopath every two weeks because I've got yes. like uh, my shoulders rotate in and I have yes. really bad biceps. And the, mm. one of the big um, part of that is because as part of my anxiety yes. or stress as I walk around holding my breath. That's right. So my husband can always tell uh, if I've got anxiety because yes. he'll hear me walking around going right, yes. Oh. Like I'll just be doing these big exhales and he's like, okay, like exactly. do something. But yeah. what do you think it is? Like is it just because it's something that we can control or is it because we're making our body rigid? No, it's a completely um, intricate biological mechanism that when you breathe into your diaphragm, you actually trigger all biological systems to work well. It's wow. a really, really robust kind of physiological tool. You, when you breathe into your diaphragm, it triggers everything to work well and when you breathe into your chest that's actually designed as a trigger to start your stress response so when wow. you stress yeah that's the purpose of it like yeah, if you yeah, step yeah. out into the road and there's a truck coming and you see it at the last minute you'll take a massive breath of fright and that's mm. involuntary ah. and it puts your stress response on but your stress response is supposed to hype you and pump you and so those things you describe about your chest feeling tight yeah. are all a natural mechanism and, and that's one of the things I like people to understand that we often feel a bit upset or worried or frustrated or concerned about our anxiety and, and how it's impacting us. And it's actually a very natural response. It's just that it shouldn't be happening through day-to-day life. It should only be happening when we're in danger. Can we actually please get a demonstration of the difference between breathing in your yes. tummy and in your chest? Yes, so, sure. I mean, I wish we could show it visually. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'll try and describe to you what I'm doing. So mm. if you put a hand on your chest mm-hmm. and a hand on your tummy and you take a breath, it's your hand on your tummy that should move. Right. Because when we breathe well, our, our torso should expand. That's yeah. what should happen. And and if our chest is expanding and if our shoulders are rising, it's an indicator that we're not breathing effectively. 
And you were talking mm. to us uh, off air about a thing called screen apnea. Yeah. Can yeah. you talk about that? Because it's, sure. it's interesting. Just we rely so heavily on our cell we phones. Totally do. To the point I got a new cell phone for my birthday. Yeah. I now have an indentation on my finger because it's so heavy. <laughs> I have our, gener- like our generation I and getting these like lines around their neck from their head being down yeah. all yes. the time. But now there's even like a thing with your breathing caused from our screens. Totally. Yeah. So apnea is the, is a term used for disrupted breathing patterns. And so we'll all be familiar with sleep apnea. Screen apnea is now something that's been talked about by when we're on our screens a lot without even realising, and it's often the case with everything for our breathing, we don't realise our breathing patterns have changed when we're on our screen. And like I think we said, when we do go to put our screen down, mm. we almost feel like a letting down of yeah. our body where we relax again. And yeah. it, that is kind of an indicator to us that we've been in that state while we're on our phones. Wow. So even though we might think we're relaxing, sitting on the couch and just cruising on our phone, it's actually not a really relaxing thing to be doing. Yeah, because I find that even just when we finish, well, they always say like when you're learning radio that mm. you should feel exhausted by the end of the show because you've yep. given it everything. Yep. Yeah. But I feel like as I've gotten older and the technology is bigger and brighter and all that stuff that I feel even more tired mm-hmm. sometimes before the show's ended, but that's because we've got eight big TV screens That's around it. us and yes. fluorescent lights yes. and then our computer and our text machine and our volume button. Everything so is a... Much, so so many screens. That's yeah. right. And, and it's not to say that we shouldn't be able to manage that. It's yeah. just, and that's the whole thing about Take a Breath Week. Mm. It's bringing our attention to our breathing. So, you know, you can look at screens, be on your phone, be in re- quite confronting or challenging situations and just remind yourself to breathe into your tummy as you're doing that. But it's hard because mm. breathing's part of the autonomous nervous system so everything happens automatically we're designed not to think about it and that's why the app we've got the take a breath app which reminds you to breathe at intervals during the day what we want is for people to reset their breathing patterns from being into their chest into their tummy all the time this is amazing I remember uh, I had a relation uh, who had really bad anxiety and Mm. she actually she swears the best thing that she ever did was go to restorative yoga she used to drag me along I loved it Um, but also going to like a breathing course and there was tasks in that where um, she'd have like little dots all around the house so it was like and she'd have them at work and every time she saw the dot she had to take a like full breath is there anything else like that that's really simple that we can put into our everyday life do you know what it doesn't get any simpler than that and that's perfect that would have been Tanya Clifton Smith she's an amazing breathing physician and she does exactly that she teaches people but the problem is we forget about it Mm. like I said so we have to have reminders the dots were amazing the app reminders now will help you but to your point about your relative um Every person, and this to me was an astounding statistic and why I was becoming even more and more passionate about it, is every single person experiencing anxiety is not breathing effectively. Mm. And that's huge. We don't Mm. see those kind of statistics scientifically. So there's a real need for people to understand that link between how we breathe and anxiety. Um, And the point you ask, I guess, around reminding is just that we now, as a community, have to really help one another without sounding patronising. My yeah. family gets so sick of me when I'm like, are you breathing into your tummy? And they're like, shut up. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, that's that's good. Like the, again, but the amount of times I've snapped at my mum, she's like, yes. my mum will always, and she'll, she'll get mad at me for saying this on the radio, <laughs> but oh, my mum will always go. go, Sharon. And I'll go, yes. And she's like, just breathe. Oh, my gosh. I and know. She, she says so that to me. <laughs> and I know what she's saying. It's yes, thoughtful and kind, and it's something that I, I need is. to be told. But every time she says to me, I'm like, 